views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Great to have you here. Uh, thanks for tuning in and turning us on. I'm Dr. Pat. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. And, you know, we have got a great lineup, great show for you today. We're going to talk about divine audacity. Mm, that is a good one. But first, speaking of that, let's talk to Benny. Hi, Benny. <laughs> hey, what's up? <laughs> Talking about divine audacity. Let's talk to Benny. All right. Uh, yeah. How are you, Mr. B? Doing well. Oh, no. Another day, another beautiful day in paradise. Absolutely gorgeous for those of you out there. Uh, And I hope our friends on the East Coast, I hope all of you are okay. I know that you're thinking to yourselves, yes, yes, we are getting more snow. Oh, interesting. Well, our prayers go out to all of you. Thank you for my friend Elise for sending all of those amazing pictures and video of where you're hanging out in Marblehead and uh, the fact that the snow is actually piled up taller than you are. Well, we've got a great show for everybody today. It is great to have uh, Linda Martello Whitset joining us here today on the show, the author of Divine Audacity, Dare to Be the Light of the World. Yeah, dare to be the light. Boy, that is a big dare. You know, for many of you out there, uh, there are many things that we can dare ourselves to think about and or do. But what does it mean to dare to be the light? And that's what you're going to hear about today. You know, Linda is also the author of How to Pray Without Talking to God. Uh, But for us today, you know, when we think about our, you know, our lives. What is it we can learn from all of this? Uh, Linda is the winner of the 2011 Best Spiritual Author competition for her first book, How to Pray Without Talking to God. And she is inspiring, uh, respected unity minister, spiritual teacher, and much more. But today, the conversation is about what is this emergence that we're sensing? You know, what is this idea of being able to be part of that divine audacity. What does that mean? Especially for many of us that grew up, you know, with religious perspectives or points of view that would have us do something other than that. You know, divine audacity, what does that actually mean in the world we live in? You know, how do we bring that greatness out from within? Do we actually even believe we have that greatness to give and to be part of? Well, today we're going to talk about audacity and we're going to talk about what that means when we when we certainly put it from the perspective of light in the world. 
Uh, you know, one of the things I love about this is that, you know, somewhere along the way, we get to know that it doesn't matter who you are, or what walk of life you're from, that we each have that divine light. The question is, do we actually believe we do? And then what happens when we have that awareness? Linda, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. Oh, it's my pleasure to be with you this morning and for all the listeners as well. Um, I want to ask you a question, uh, you know, and I could probably go on and talk about you and talk about the, the great things that you've done. I want to ask you, um, when did you discover for yourself that you had divine audacity, that you could be the light? And, and, and what kind of challenge did you have to move beyond for you to step into that? Boy, that's a provoking question right Ah. off the bat here. (laughs) Thank you for that. Uh, Because, you know, a book doesn't get written unless it gets lived a little bit. Uh So I've had uh, many, many opportunities in my life. And I'll tell you what, my daughter, who's a young adult now, she's 32, but she has always been my teacher and uh, reflected in a young girl who's now a woman who, uh, who, who really sees the contrast in my nature or, or my temperament and her own, um, we have done a dance together through the years where I have learned from observing her and her dance with me. Um, she has experienced me as too bold. You know, she when, when she was a teenager, she used to ask me to stop laughing in the movie theater, and she would push me away and not want to not want to be around me because I was too loud for her and too brought, drew, drew too much attention to us. You know. Well, recently, this girl says to me, I understand why I do that, why I ask you to stop and why I push you away and why I am I, nervous about being around you. You speak your mind. And you know what? I want to do that. I want to do that more. And so, so I, I resist it because I know I really need to be more assertive, to be more clear, to be more direct, to be willing to stand and, and, and speak about uh, what, what is true for me, you know. So for me, uh, in answer to your question, I, I think I've always had a little bit of it in me, <laughs> but I think it's really come to light in recent years as I've observed um, my own struggle to be more authentic and to be bold, to look for, you know, what's the truth that's underneath the platitudes that I have rolled out of my mouth as a minister, for example, you know, how do I get to a greater truth so that I can be more um, more demonstrative of the principles that I really know are true? I've had my own challenges. I mean, I've just, um, in the last year, shed 60 pounds uh, in time for my 60th birthday. And this came from finding the audacity within myself to to stop hiding, mm. stop hiding behind my body, stop hiding my body, to step into a um, healthful, joyful body, to, to, to heal a body dysmorphia that I've had pretty much all my life. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, it's part of, you know, part of what I get to do is I get to hang out and chat with some very incredible people people that are saying yes to parts of their lives beyond their challenges. 
you know, I'm sure that you get to talk with people on a regular basis about where they are in their life and what's possible. What is it about uh, writing for you? And you're right about this. You don't write, you don't write books like you've written about without having gone through a little bit of the fire, right? (laughs) What, what is it that, you know, we could say about the light and, you know, and why would this be a dare? My experience is, as I work with people, and I do as a minister, uh, I counsel a lot of people about the problems they're experiencing in their lives. And I really have seen that, that there's, a, there's a, a, a similarity to all problems that we experience, our human problems. And it has to do with our sense of ourselves. It has to do with a, a deep, uh, I think, an, an ancient insecurity. It comes from, you know, our human, our human bodies and beings. I mean, we, it comes from our ancestry. Um, you know, we have a part of our brain, that ancient aspect of the brain that I like to call the lizard. It's the, it's the part that connects us with our lizard relatives. It's the uh, brain stem mm-hmm. that, uh, that is all about survival, and it, it's about feeling threatened and therefore uh, wanting to protect ourselves. And, you know, that operates at a very... Uh, low hum in <laughs> human existence. Um, it's not the only thing we have, though. It's just the most ancient and therefore the most persistent. But it shows up in our struggles with our relationships. It's, it shows up when, you know, we really want to say no, but we say yes, because if we say no, then we're going to hurt somebody's feelings or they're going to be angry with us or they're not going to like us. Right. It comes from those, it's, it's, like, a, it's like a guttural fundamental mm. sort of need for us to to be okay and to feel safe. But those things, those very, um, you know, very basic human instinctual kind of reactions to life, uh, they prohibit us from being all that we can be. <laughs> they, they hold us back from, from seeing this other aspect of our nature, which is this infinite... I mean, beyond the borders of our own body and brain, this this unifying, universal power that we have all tapped into, we've all used them in mundane as well as lofty ways in our life, but we somehow have been taught to relegate those as isolated, um, um, out-of-the-ordinary kind of moments that have more to do with some power outside of ourselves than to do with us. Wow. To me, that the whole purpose of divine audacity is for us to more consciously begin to awaken to the reality that we can't have that kind of experience unless it's what we are, unless mm. it really is our true nature that's beginning to assert itself and we are awakening to, and, and, and we can begin to then recognize that we are more than an only human just kind of, you know, uh, dancing around here on the earth, that we actually have access to the invisible aspects of life that we all have touched and we all have experienced, but to start identifying them as, as ours. Wow. Let's take a short break, Linda, if we could. When we come back, we're going to be speaking with my very special guest today, Linda Martello-Witzit, joining me here today, the author of Divine Audacity, Dare to Be the Light 
of the world. When we come back, we're going to talk about this perception, this perception of faith. And what does this mean uh, in, the, in the way that Linda is speaking about it in this fabulous, fabulous book? So think about this while we go to break. Our faith is based upon our perception, which is our awareness or consciousness. When we come back, we'll talk about faith and ask yourself this question. Can faith and fear coexist? Stay tuned, everybody. This is going to get really good. It already was really good. We'll be right back. Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Do you want to transform your life's trauma and challenges into the gift that your life was meant to be? It's time for you to take control of your soul journey to heal, grow, and shine. Manifest your destiny with Wendy Wolf, soul transformer, energy, and psychic healer. To start your soul journey, contact Wendy at healgrowshine.com or email Wendy at wendy at wendyrwolf.com and start your adventure today. Sky Siegel co-hosts one of today's most popular psychic shows, Angels and Answers, with Artie Hoffman as she communicates healing messages from the spirit world. These messages can be astounding, enlightening, and life-changing. Born with the God-given talent of inner guidance and the amazing ability to heal, Sky has healed thousands of people. Schedule a reading with Sky now. Call 908-500-1474 and visit skyofangels.com. Tune in to Sheer Alchemy with Leslie Fontaine on TransformationTalkRadio.com and get ready to stir up your passions, remove your blocks, and shift into an entirely new existence. Speaker, teacher, channel, clairvoyant, Leslie Fontaine is a transformation catalyst who channels a powerful energy from source to catapult listeners into living the life they were born to live. Whether it's shifting from scarcity to abundance, from emotional pain into joy, or from illness into health, Leslie will help you step into the true essence and power of all that you are with the help of the Ascended Masters and Archangels. You will not be the same. Visit TransformationTalkRadio.com for show dates and times and LeslieFontaine.com to say yes to explosive abundance. Grateful patients have been saying it for 25 years. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. Dr. Thane of Wellness One of Bellevue has been named one of the nation's top chiropractors by the Consumers Research Council of America, and for good reason. He has helped his patients recover their energy and vitality after car accidents, sports injuries, herniated discs, fatigue due to stress, the list goes on. 
The website is bellevue.wellness1.net. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. That's bellevue.wellness1.net. Yeah, love this. Love, love, love this topic. Love this book. You know, sometimes uh, things show up in your life exactly when you need them to show up. And there we are. That's why, that's why I'm having this conversation with Linda joining me here. Linda Martella Whitsitt joining me here today. Divine Audacity is the name of the book. And, and, you know, there are a lot of things that I love about the life that has called out to me and has said, do you want this life? Do you want to do this thing, this thing called radio and media? And I'm telling you, you're talking to a girl that used to stutter, stutter. And, and then there it is. But now think about this in the lives we live. How do we go from that place of fear and our inability to see our spiritual abilities, as Linda, you talk about, and this, this idea that you kind of call for us to look at, perception of faith. Our faith is based on our perception, which is our awareness or consciousness. And I'm not going to read everything from the book, but I wanted to have a conversation with you about that because I remember reading something a long time ago, and I believe it was by Catherine Ponda the first time I read it where uh, it talked about faith and fear cannot coexist. But I have to tell you, Linda, I tried to get them to coexist. I would love to talk with you about faith <laughs> and the perception of it and fear. Are you ready? I'm ready, honey. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it, yes. <laughs> well, here's, here's it in a nutshell for me. All right. Uh, faith is a power. It is, it is a power, which means that it is a force that transforms, that moves. Fear, by comparison, is wimpy. Fear is a feeling. Fear is a feeling. And what do we know? The difference between a power and a feeling? Humongous. <clears throat> a power means that it is a force that always is, that could be, that could be um, you know, drawn from, and, and could be uh, cultivated and therefore expressed. Whereas a feeling, think about it, feelings change, don't they? Feelings are fleeting. One minute I feel fear, the next minute I feel courageous, the next minute I feel, you know, fear again or, or some other feelings. Feelings come and they go. They're, they're not powers. They only feel powerful when they're strong. So fear is pretty strong. <laughs> so it sort of hits us in the gut and we think, wow, that's power. But it's not power. And, and, and our ability to put fear in its place is our power of faith, our power of perception, which is one of our aspects of faith. So with perception, we can look and see and differentiate and distinguish what is going on. We can look at our life, and we can, we can sense, and then we could sharpen our, our sense of perception and be able to uh, literally diminish fear by shifting our awareness. 
that we have this ability to, to perceive through spiritual eyes, or let's just say, you know, to, to look beyond the appearance of things. And fear, being a feeling, is simply an appearance. It simply feels like a big boulder in the road. But what we find is it's like the, the monster under the bed, right? It's just, right. Uh, you know, when you, when you turn on the light, the monster's gone. So that's the way it is with fear. When you turn on the light of faith, the light of, of strength, the light of any of our spiritual capacities, we, then that, that darkness just disappears. It dissipates because it's not even real. Right. It's wow. a feeling, mm-hmm. and a feeling can change. And to me, that's one of the great comforts of knowing that, um, that faith is stronger than fear, and faith isn't even in the same, the same species as fear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I like to talk about. All right, look, audacity. <laughs> what a cool word. I mean, it is a cool word, right? But it's I not always been cool. I love the word. But have you ever been on the other side of the word, which I want to talk about for a minute? Uh, have anybody ever said to you, I, okay, let me put myself in that place. <laughs> Man, Pat, you know, you have the audacity to blah, blah, blah. Let's talk about the word <laughs> and what it means in the context of divine. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, <laughs> you know, audacity is often looked at as sort of a, a negative, and that's precisely why I love the word, because, you know, those spiritual teachers, the masters, oh, my word, they were audacious. I mean, you think about Jesus in his day. I mean, he was, he was out there, and, you know, he was, he was telling stories, and people were looking at him with their jaws dropped and thinking, you know, who is this guy? What, what is he? What is he thinking? He's telling us of some some power within us. I mean, what, wait a minute. That's not that's not what we know. Who is he? And and he thinks he can heal the sick. He thinks that he can speak a word and somebody can pick up their mat and go. He tells them to do that. He tells mm. them pick up your mat and go. Go live your life. Mm. Uh, audacious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I I love that. I for me. To turn, to turn audacious on its head and to see the potential in it, for me, what it's telling me is, you know, be, be fearless. Move, move boldly in the direction of truth. Mm-hmm. Do what you thought you could never do. I mean, stretch, stretch. And why is it divine? Because to the degree that I hold back from bringing myself full on into into the life that I have it is is because I don't see that divine nature. Mm. And what is divine? <clears throat> it's not religious. You know, it's not about a religion. The word divine to me means beyond an only human view of myself. Divine speaks to the sort of mystical, invisible aspect of life that we can sense even if we can't see it, that we so we interact with it, and we've touched it, and it's, it's moved through us. That's, that's divine. And so to access a power beyond the, what, what I thought I could do, you know, that's, that's divine audacity. Yeah. You know, this is cool, because part of this is how, look, 
I started this uh, this year off with uh, a couple of different themes, and they're all around they're all around God, you know. And every you know, people have different versions of what God means to them. And so for me, I started you know to think about things that are so important to my understanding as I move through this coming year, you know, a level of awareness. And I was really struck by something in the book that you talk about, and I want to spend a significant time on it. It is about imagination. And, you know, before we go to break, here's what I want to just say, and we can talk about this when we come back. You know, I think it's not really difficult for many of us to imagine a life of less than. We seem to know how to do that really well. Imagine a life of less than. You know, I'm less than whatever I am today. I'm less than whatever I think I could be. I'm less than. But the practices and the principles of, of, of understanding the light is not limited from the many books we read and the many things people say. And so I decided this year, and I've said this on air, I'm just going to take the limits off God. I'm going to take the limit. And, and so then it really brought to mind, what does that even look like? How can I imagine that if I've lived a life of less than? When we come back, we're going to talk to Linda and get some insight on how to do this, how to do this, how to live a divinely audacious life, how to let the light lead and leave the dark in the background. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub. Anxiety can attack or creep up on us at the most inopportune moments, which makes us feel powerless and out of control. However, anxiety is a basic feeling that is created by our mind. Understanding some do's and don'ts about anxiety is a first step to demystify this emotion and regain control. The more we know about a challenge, the more we can find ways to overcome it. Naturopathic doctor, founder of the Martha's Vineyard Holistic Retreat, and author of the New York Times bestseller, 21 Pounds in 21 Days, Dr. Ronnie DeLuce has helped tens of thousands of people, including celebrities and athletes, with her message of lifestyle change. Now, Dr. Ronnie DeLuce wants to help you. You, too, can be saved. Email Dr. Ronnie DeLuce at info at ronniedeleuceonradio.com and visit mvholisticretreat.com. Dr. Ronnie DeLuce, your partner in wellness. Hi, this is David Zarza and Philip Zarza, and we're the Sophisticated Guys. And we're here with your tip of the week. Want to begin to develop your own intuitive skills? It's easier than you might think. Make it a deliberate practice for yourself this month to trust your intuition. For this week, or for a real challenge these next 28 days, make an effort to follow every single hunch you have. Heed every gut reaction, no matter what it is. Journal for yourself about the intuitive experiences you have, and remember to highlight any validation about them after the fact. Soon, you'll become an intuitive powerhouse, able to make even better decisions in the moment. And if you want to really build your skills, 
get my Psychic Gym Handbook or attend a Psychic Gym event. For more information or to schedule a session, visit davidzarza.com. That's davidzarza.com or call 206-920-9409. Once again, that's 206-920-9409. Call the Oprah of Radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Basile is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit thedrpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Patshow.com for listening times in your area. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Linda, before we jump into imagination, um, I wanted to make sure we stop for a moment and let people know the best way to get a copy of the book, how to find out more about you, about what you, you know, your coaching platform, all of the above. Tell folks the best way to do that, if you don't mind. My book is available wherever books are available. And, mm-hmm. of course, most notably on Amazon.com. You can get it in hard copy or, or in a Kindle format as well. Uh, so it's easy to find. If you just Google the title, you'll get to it. Um, and, importantly, you could go to my website where you could learn more about not only the books but the, the events that, I, that I'm invited to be at throughout the year uh, and ways that I might be of personal spiritual support to you. So that website is www.urdivine.com. That's the letter U, the letter R-divine.com. Awesome. And then when you get there, you'll be able to find out more about where Linda is going to be. Um, You can see her events are listed and much more. For those of you uh, that listen from Australia, and I know there's a bunch of you, get ready. Get ready. You never know. I feel Australia coming. I'm not sure how, but we're going to figure it out. But basically, when you take a look at the websites, you're going to be able to see a lot here about where Linda's going to be, what she's going to be talking about. So just check it out. Whether you're living in the Austin, Texas area or in Florida, there's something here for everybody. Linda, all right, imagination. You know, people quote Einstein about imagination, but you know, when he talked about imagination, he was so really clear and we have these very special Einstein quotes, but he also talks about the relationship between imagination and spirituality. And we don't hear that part of the Einstein talk. Imagination is one of the first things that I picked up on my way to even contemplating inviting spirituality in my life. How significant is it? Imagination is often regarded as the master power. (laughs) Uh, Because, you know, all things begin in the mind. Uh, All the metaphysical teachers have taught that. All masters, really, throughout time have said that, right? We are what we think. Uh, You know, our life life experience is built upon how we think and, and what we're constructing through our thoughts. So imagination is one of our, our our powers of being able to conceive of what can be, our ability to envision, and uh, and I even go further than that in the book. What I came to re- to realize as I was 
writing the book and, and inquiring within about this power is that it's not really a power until we're living it, until mm. it becomes an embodied imagination, that we're actually doing what we're imagining, <laughs> you know? Mm. Yeah. Uh, that's when imagination is really turned on and has the force of a spiritual power behind it. You know, I want to talk about this, and I want to just go. I want to. I, I want to jump to the money conversation, if we could, uh, because a lot of times when we pick up a book that's called Divine Audacity, Dare to to Be the Light in the World, you know, we have a perception uh, or a misperception about what this means. Uh, and I wanted to talk with you a little bit about what the world of possibilities look like when we dare to be the light of the world. You know, there are some people that believe that having a spiritual pathway or inviting spirituality in our life is about suffering and about limitations. Um, But honestly, I read a book called, uh, I think it was called The Millionaire Moses, something like that. Uh, And I, I was shocked to find out that prosperity and abundance has been an equal part of our religious and spiritual journey as it is today in the world. But I would love for you to talk about that as it relates to imagination and the light. Well, for me, I'll just say this, that prosperity, for me, prosperity is, it is about, it's not really at all about money, but money is certainly one of the after effects of living a prosperous life, I would imagine. I mean, and it's not even a certain amount of money. You know, it's not, prosperity is not about an amount of money. To me, prosperity is about living a, a life where you feel most turned on. I, the word I use all the time is, I feel most alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to me, that's prosperity. I feel most alive. That means I'm fully engaged in what I love. I'm feeling like getting out of bed in the morning is really the most valuable thing I can do because it turns on you know, my capacity to shine that day into, in, into my life. Um, you know, for me, that's that's what prosperity is. And and if, you know, to the degree that money is necessary in order for us to navigate life, in order for us to, to have enough so that we're not struggling and having to devote all of our life energy just to paying our bills, to that degree, I think prosperity is about money. You know, it's mm-hmm. about having enough to be able to focus our attention on why we're here rather than on trying to stay here, you know, just trying to make it through the day. Um so for me, imagination, it, it, this, is, this is a superpower. This is our ability to conceive of what we could be. And, and you hinted at this. You said that we're very good at imagining, I'll, I'll, I'll say yeah. it in my own way, we're good yeah. at imagining the worst. We're good yes. at imagining our limitations. Mm-hmm. And you've heard the statement, I'm sure, that you know, we, when we argue for our limitations, we get to have them. We get to live yeah. the limitations, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... So for me, this power of imagination is turning on my capacity to see beyond what I have already known, what I've already told myself is the way life works for me. Uh, And it's my ability to envision, uh, you know, what I want my life to look like and to, to be so excited about it that my feeling nature is in harmony with that vision and when my head and my heart are aligned in that vision, I'm I'm on the way there. I'm walking mm-hmm. into it. I'm becoming the embodiment of it. You see, so that's that's our power of imagination. And 
for me, I got to really live this in the past year and a half of my life as I was going on a journey for myself of, of wanting to, envisioning myself living a life free of, of a dysmorphic view of my body. You know, I had a terrible relationship with my own physical body all, mm. most of my life. And um, as I was looking at, at the desire, in fact, it was more than a desire. It became an excruciating yearning. I can't say it in any other way. <laughs> this yearning to be free, to love myself, to feel good in my body, to feel my most healthy, joyful, flexible, and you know, beautiful self. Those are words I had never associated with my body, you know. But I started to, as I was hungry for that, and I started looking at my power of imagination, these awarenesses started coming of what I had been conceiving and the limitations I had conceived for myself, such like this one. When I was a little girl, I was in a dance class. I think I was five years old. And I remember my mother and my aunt laughing about how awkward I looked. because I could not touch my toes as a five-year-old girl. And so I grew up with this image of myself and this belief, this this conception of what I could and couldn't do. And that conception said, I have short, tight leg muscles. I'll never be able to touch my toes and keep my legs straight. I'm never going to be a flexible person. I lived with that, and I believed it. And I brought it about. I became the embodiment of a stiff body. (laughs) And as I turned on this power of imagination, I said, you know what, if I can imagine that, then I can imagine, I can imagine the correction for that. What, what if I would imagine myself being free of that as a, as a constricted view of myself? What if I could actually stretch in ways I never dared imagine? So today wow. I do that. I touch my toes every single day. I I, I love it. I feel like uh, I have made such a huge shift in my own awareness, and now I've become an embodiment of a flexible, healthy body. I mean, I had to do the work, but I had to change my image. That's what imagination faculty is, the image that I'm holding. I had to shift that image. It's an incredible power. Wow. You know, this is a very, very powerful conversation for so many people because it, it doesn't really matter what I hear you say. It doesn't really matter what that what that point is, that blockage is, that bit of crust that you've got hanging on that is getting in the way of you living a truly incredible life. You know, someone said to me, look, don't give up before the miracle happens. Actually believe that I am first of all, worthy of a miracle and can attract a miracle. And I wanted to talk with you about that because we hear the term miracles a lot, but yet our history of the term miracle is related to a handful of people. And I just wanted to talk a bit about that with you because, you know, once folks read the book, you know, they're going to get a sense that, Miracles go far beyond what we traditionally have come to know about them. Uh, and there are many, many things you say in the book to, to talk about that, especially in, the, in when you talk about the power of magnetism, harmony, and unity. You know, can you really talk to that, you know, this idea of miracles? 
Yes, well, you just described the power of divine love. Mm. And, and, and that's a very different, the word love is just used in so many other ways, and we understand it as some, you know, some dazzling feeling. But as a power, you, love is a force. It's the magnetizing force. It's like gravity for spirituality. Love, love, and the scriptures say love draws all to itself. All, all things come together in love. So love is our mighty power of being able to unify and harmonize uh, thoughts, actions, our life experience. It's an incredible dynamic capacity that we have. And does it feel miraculous when we've done that? Oh, my gosh. I healed a, a relationship with my father. Well, he uh. and I both did that work. Nine years he had renounced me when I got married to my husband. Just, he had never met my husband. He just didn't understand, you know? Yeah. And, and in his lack of understanding, he felt the threat, and he dis, dis, you know, discontinued his relationship with me. And, you know, when we healed that, it was... It was love that healed that. It was my, my, my ability to be undaunted in the face of that and to realize that we had come into this experience of father and daughter together to, to unify, not to separate. And then I stood in that capacity of unifying love. I refused to make him an evil, awful person for mm-hmm. separating from me. I refused to do that, even though I felt angry and I felt frustrated, and I felt all the feelings that you might imagine with that. I brought myself back every time to the core that, you know, I am one with my father, and my father's fear about about who I married, his fear of that is, is the same fear that I have. It's the same longing that we both have to be understood, to, to feel um, at home, you know? And, and as I got in touch with that, I realized I'm one with my father. He and I mm-hmm. are the same. Let me live in that energy. Uh, and that's what healed our relationship. Love did that. That's, is that a miracle? It certainly yeah. felt like a miracle. Wow. <laughs> wow. We're going to take a short break. Linda, thank you. That is amazing. I love, love what you've said about that. Because many of us, you know, we have the we have the ability not just to do what you said, but to comprehend it in ways that we don't even understand yet. When we come back, I'm going to talk to Linda about what she refers to in the book as spiritual abilities and how they must be directed, must be directed. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. Tune in to the Angels and Answers Psychic Radio Show with Clairvoyance Artie Hoffman and Sky Siegel every Thursday for a two-hour show, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Transformation Talk Radio. Artie and Sky deliver spiritual and motivational messages with passion and a sense of humor. Call in 800-930-2819 for live and on-air readings. Visit ArtieHoffman.com and SkyOfAngels.com. 
always inspiring and uplifting, Brenda Thine spreads love and light wherever she goes. Enlightening, empowering, and encouraging readings, Brenda connects with your guides, angels, fairies, and loved ones who have crossed over to provide you with the highest guidance possible to enable you to live your highest truth and maximize your potential. Always light-filled, a session with Brenda will have you feeling wonderful, centered, and ready to take on anything. Schedule your session now at brendathine.com. That's Brenda, T-H-Y-N-E.com. What if there was no right or wrong way to be a great parent? Join Access Consciousness Facilitator Glenna Rice as she and Dr. Pat invite you to be the questionable parents you truly are and empower you to know and give the awareness required to create ease and joy with your children. Join Dr. Pat and Glenna as they focus on parenting for the modern family. Tune in every month to the Dr. Pat Show on air and online at TransformationTalkRadio.com. What does a dentist of the year get? A little plaque. <laughs> Welcome to Smile Big, where we offer cosmetic, restorative, and preventative dentistry. Dr. James Rosenwald and Dr. Susan Abdenard work hard every day for their clients to be happy to smile with the latest equipment for complete smile restoration for anyone. The sooner you call, the sooner they can help. Call 425-454-4040 or email scheduling at smilebig.com. You can even visit our website at smilebig.com. Can you keep your lifestyle in retirement? It's a question people often wonder about. Ask Ameriprise Financial Advisor Jeff Packman about the new Confident Retirement Approach. You and Jeff can break down retirement planning step-by-step to get the real answers you need. Call Jeff Packman Financial Advisor today at 425-453-0272. Offices located at 601 108th Avenue Northeast, Suite 1800, Bellevue, Washington, 98004. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment and advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, a registered investment advisor. Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member of FINRA and SIPC. Tired of traditional talk? People pontificating about this or that, the left or the right. Sometimes the truth is just all lost in the noise. Tune in each week to Straight Talk with Chuck Gallagher on TransformationTalkRadio.com, Mondays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, as nationally known guests talk about what's important to you, your life, your concerns, and your success. Tune in and turn on to Straight Talk with Chuck Gallagher. Visit ChuckGallagher.com for more information. everybody welcome back welcome back it's great to have you all joining us here tuning us in and turning us on so great great to be connecting with all of you and as i said before uh linda martella witsit joining me here today author of divine audacity uh dare to be the light of the world that's what this book is about and much more uh linda thank you for joining me here today uh i wanted to kind of you know, have this segment be about one of the many, many nuggets in the book. And that's this idea of directing uh, spirituality. And for some people, that is so counter to what we've learned or what we believe in. And so I wanted to ask you a bit about that. And would you share what that looks like, how that shows up? Well, sure. Um, I believe that our, uh, all of our abilities need training. I mean, we wouldn't think of, um, you know, playing on a team without getting some training. You know, you don't think about 
uh, forging a music career unless you've, you're you're willing to do rehearsals, <laughs> you know? Right. Unless right. you're you're willing to get some some instruction and some feedback and all of that. So, to me, um, you know, these powers. Most of us, well, all of us, really, as these powers begin to awaken, as we start to realize that we are more than a body and a brain, uh, then you know, we, we begin to realize that, you know, we're pretty powerful. We, we can yeah. do things. But just think about a little kid who, a two-year-old is a great example when they find the word no, mine. It's mine. Right. <laughs> no, you can't have it. They start to wield that power all around. And, I mean, they get very mighty, don't they? They stand up taller, and, 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 we, and, and we even call them the terrible twos for that reason yeah. because right. they found their voice and they found their inner power, you know. But of course, it's it's a yet uncultivated power. It's still it's still a raw power, and so for me, the, the recognition that that all these powers that that I write about in the book, these twelve and beyond, you know, they're all powers that we're familiar with in the human sense. I mean, every one of us has a sense of what faith is, or what strength is, what what um, love is. We all have a sense of what those things are. And and we use those every day in in every in every aspect of our lives, but to turn them on as a spiritual force in our life requires us to see them differently and to take them further to you know to reach for the most noble, the most generous, and the most um, you know supportive and uplifting way of expressing those attributes in our lives and. So we have to direct them. We have to to kind of study and comprehend what those what those capacities are about, and and how we might use them for the greater good in our lives and in the world around us. And as we study them and put them into action, we are we are in a sense directing them. We are trying them on, and we are gaining experience, and therefore uh, in in a practice or a rehearsal for the expression of those powers more and more. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, when we take a look at this and we look at, you know, the direction and, and you know, stepping up and being as if, there are so many things that we have we have learned. I would love for you to talk a little bit about some of the tools we might have or we might learn as we step out into the world so that we can truly create that presence in our lives to really attract the things we want to attract and not the things we don't. Yeah. Well, you know, the the, the teaching here is that our consciousness is pivotal. Now, the word consciousness is a big word for awareness, right? It's another word for light. The light is, is equated with consciousness. So that light is pivotal. We can either view ourselves as human or we can view ourselves as beyond and only human. We can see sort of like there's a there's a no border to our being. That, uh, you know, when people describe uh, God, they often say that, you know, God is within me. Well, that, that makes for a very small God if God is within me. I mean, it's more like I'm within God, right? This, this power is all around me, and it's bigger than me, and yet I'm right there in the midst of it. So, therefore, as I start to tune my awareness, uh, and turn my awareness to that reality, now I have access to power, to force, and to, um, you know, to positive potential 
that I wouldn't recognize if I saw myself as only human. So to me, that's, that's the key, is to, start, is to practice ways to get myself out of the limitations of an only human existence and to start to discover that, that those powers are actually greater than an only human, and we've all touched upon them in our lives. And, and how do we cultivate them? Well, we have to turn our attention toward them. You know, to me, I, I, I tell my students, you've got to want, you've got to want it as, as much as you want breath. Yeah. There's this beautiful story about the, yeah. the student that, uh, that wants enlightenment, right? And the guru sticks his head under, under the water in, in the river and holds him down there until he's thrashing and thriving and, and throb, throbbing. And when he pulls him back up and the guy gasps for his breath, the guru says, um, what did you want when you were down there? And he says, I wanted to breathe. I wanted air. He says, will you come back to me when you want God as much as you just wanted air? So in other words, we've got to crave it. It's got to be the thing that's most on our mind when we wake up in the morning and when we're going to bed at night. We want to, I want to know what it means to live in spiritual imagination. I want to stretch my capacity to envision my life in the greatest way that I could be. And when I'm interested in that, I begin to have the lights turn on. The awarenesses start to come. So I have to think about it. I have to talk about it. I have to have it on my mind. It has to be a one-pointed attention. I have to crave it. I love it. I I can't thank you enough for joining me here today. And thank you so much. Would you please let everyone know, again, um, the best way to find out more about you? And thank you so much for all that you do. Oh, it's my pleasure, and it's so wonderful to talk to another teacher in the world who's shining a lot of light. Uh, Yes, you can reach me, friends, at uh, www.urdivine.com. That's the letter U, the letter R-divine.com. It's been just my pleasure. Can I leave you with this quote from Mahatma Gandhi? Yes, please. Uh, This is the key to shining our light in the world and why we want to do it. Gandhi says, when there's light in the soul, there's beauty in the person. When there's beauty in the person, there's harmony in the home. When there's harmony in the home, there's order in the nation. When there's order in the nation, there is peace in the world. It all starts with the light within us. Oh, my God, that's beautiful. Linda, thank you so very, very much. Wow. Thank you, Dr. Pat. Thank you so much for being a light in the world. And to you listeners, shine your light today, too. Awesome. That is absolutely amazing. And don't worry, folks, we've got another hour coming up for you right here on Transformation Talk Radio. We'll be right back. Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. 
Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Do you want to transform your life's trauma and challenges into the gift that your life was meant to be? It's time for you to take control of your soul journey to heal, grow, and shine. Manifest your destiny with Wendy Wolf, soul transformer, energy, and psychic healer. To start your soul journey, contact Wendy at healgrowshine.com or email Wendy at wendy at wendyrwolf.com and start your adventure today. Sky Siegel co-hosts one of today's most popular psychic shows, Angels and Answers, with Artie Hoffman as she communicates healing messages from the spirit world. These messages can be astounding, enlightening, and life-changing. Born with the God-given talent of inner guidance and the amazing ability to heal, Sky has healed thousands of people. Schedule a reading with Sky now. Call 908-500-1474 and visit skyofangels.com. Tune in to Sheer Alchemy with Leslie Fontaine on TransformationTalkRadio.com and get ready to stir up your passions, remove your blocks, and shift into an entirely new existence. Speaker, teacher, channel, clairvoyant, Leslie Fontaine is a transformation catalyst who channels a powerful energy from source to catapult listeners into living the life they were born to live. Whether it's shifting from scarcity to abundance, from emotional pain into joy, or from illness into health, Leslie will help you step into the true essence and power of all that you are with the help of the Ascended Masters and Archangels. You will not be the same. Visit TransformationTalkRadio.com for show dates and times and LeslieFontaine.com to say yes to explosive abundance. Grateful patients have been saying it for 25 years. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. Dr. Thane of Wellness One of Bellevue has been named one of the nation's top chiropractors by the Consumers Research Council of America, and for good reason. He has helped his patients recover their energy and vitality after car accidents, sports injuries, herniated discs, fatigue due to stress, the list goes on. The website is bellevue.wellnessone.net. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. That's bellevue.wellnessone.net. Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub. Anxiety can attack or creep up on us at the most inopportune moments, which makes us feel powerless and out of control. However, anxiety is a basic feeling that is created by our mind. Understanding some do's and don'ts about anxiety is a first step to demystify this emotion and regain control. The more we know about a challenge, the more we can find ways to overcome it. Naturopathic doctor, founder of the Martha's Vineyard Holistic Retreat, and author of the New York Times bestseller, 21 Pounds in 21 Days, Dr. Ronnie DeLuce has helped tens of thousands of people, including celebrities and athletes, with her message of lifestyle change. Now, Dr. Ronnie DeLuce wants to help you. You, too, can be saved. Email Dr. Ronnie DeLuce at info at ronniedeleuceonradio.com and visit mvholisticretreat.com. Dr. Ronnie DeLuce, your partner in wellness. Hi, this is David Zarza. And Philip Zarza. And we're the Sophisticated Guys. And we're here with your tip of the week. Want to begin to develop your own intuitive skills? It's easier than you might think. Make it a deliberate practice for yourself this month to trust your intuition. 
For this week, or for a real challenge these next 28 days, make an effort to follow every single hunch you have. Heed every gut reaction, no matter what it is. Journal for yourself about the intuitive experiences you have, and remember to highlight any validation about them after the fact. Soon, you'll become an intuitive powerhouse, able to make even better decisions in the moment. And if you want to really build your skills, get my Psychic Gym Handbook or attend a Psychic Gym event. For more information or to schedule a session, visit davidzarza.com. That's davidzarza.com or call 206-920-9409. Once again, that's 206-920-9409.